The Make My Damn Movie Podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion advised. Here we go. Film, entertainment, screenplay, Mark Reynolds, Tom Swain. This is Make My Damn Movie. Up ahead, we're going to dive into choosing the genre that best fits your writing style. Does that make sense? Yeah. All right. Let's dive in. Well, well, we'll do that. Exciting. And I wanted to uh, bring up the show I've mentioned before called Swap Shop on Netflix. Oh, God. Did you ever see it? I watched one. So it's about teams of people in Tennessee who listen to a dumpy little local radio (laughs) station. What has a feature called, (laughs) wait for it, Swap Shop. So this radio station announces various items their listeners call in to either sell, trade, or give away. And these band of glorified hoarders, and that's all they are, rush out to scoop up all this shit. Netflix just released a new season. Oh, God. There's only like six or seven episodes per season. But I'm interested in it because it shows how dumb people are. (laughs) It really does. It ain't no down east dickering. And no, it's not that. But uh, most of these teams on this particular show have either an online business like E. Yeah. Or an actual brick and mortar. You know, those packed to the rafters thrift stores. Yuck. Yeah. But what I find interesting is they end up traveling to wherever, basically digging through other people's trash and garbage. (laughs) True. Like for an hour or two or more. Then they got to haggle on a price. Uh Uh-huh. So let's say they shell out a hundred bucks for some item or a pile of junk or whatever, right? Then they turn around and they say, I'm going to sell this for $150 to some Uh, other idiot. A $50 profit? A $50 profit, man. And the circle continues until the day they pray for, which has to be the day they die. What kind of life is that? I mean, really. That's their life. First Uh, and foremost, that's if you sell the item, you get that $50 profit. How long does it sit on a shelf collecting dust? Because you got to sell it. You got to actually do it instead of saying it. That $50 is not worth the effort. You got to go through all the shit you got to go through to sell something. It's stupid. I don't know why I watch it. I really don't. (laughs) But, I, well, to see how stupid people are. But the people they feature are a strange mixture. You've yes. only seen one. So there's one married couple in particular. Did you see the good old Tennessee boy and his Japanese wife? Oh, yes. I'm like, what the hell is going on yeah, there? Okay, I'm glad you saw that because they're both singer-songwriters in the country-western no. genre, and it's weird. Yeah. So he was doing something in Japan, and they met somehow. I forget. Was he in, in the service? It was no, some no. music thing. That's but right. she came to the United States to study music at some school, which happened to be in Tennessee. They hooked up, dated, and got married. Okay. Yeah. Got all that. And now they offer music lessons. They have a food truck. He's an ordained minister, and they sell crap. So this Japanese lady lives in Tennessee with her hayseed husband. Yeah. Right? And he's super hayseed. And she plays the fiddle. And wears cowboy hats and Western wear. But this woman's accent is 
wildly bizarre. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I don't and she admits what she's doing there. She's been around Goober for so long <laughs> that she's picked up on his deep southern drawl. But so when she speaks, it's a mixture of Japanese yeah. and a southern twang. It's really weird. She's like, oh my goodness. She says that all the time. <laughs> this would sell for 20 bucks a pop in Japan. <laughs> I can't do it. No one can. Good. No one can do it. Only her. But that alone is a good reason to check out uh, Swap Shop. What do you think? You've seen it, though. Yeah. But Isn't I did weird? not go back to the well. <laughs> why not? Unlike Downey's Dickerin. I really don't know why I watch it. I sit there, like, puzzled. It was like a train wreck. Though. It really is so, a train wreck. It's that aspect. But I laugh a lot because I like this Japanese woman yeah. and her accent. It's like she's deaf. You know, a person, no, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. A person that's deaf that speaks, you know, they have that. Can't hear themselves, yeah, really. I, it's really yeah. strange. And that's worth the price of admission right there. It's true. The cowboy hats on this Japanese woman mm -hmm. and the boots. And the cowboy boots. <laughs> like, what the hell? Okay. Interesting TV. Uh, is it? Uh, MakeMyDamnMovie.com is our website. You can go is? there if you want to contact us, and people do to send messages. So and I guess they we'll do. Try that now. And read some messages that people sent in from that thing I just said. Yeah. On the uh, uh, Spencer, Erie, Pennsylvania. Enjoyable conversation about Clint Eastwood on episode 119. The director's angle was a good choice, as I am not a fan whatsoever of his personal life. <laughs> his personal life is interesting, though. I mean, in a National Enquirer right. sense, but yeah. Mm. Megan, Sweetwater, Florida. I liked hearing about the director side of Clint Eastwood and am not at all surprised that an actor of his caliber would be able to slide into directing with ease. And besides, Clint Eastwood was a rugged man in his day. He was one hot item. Keep it in your trousers, sweetheart. Yikes. Come on, Megan. Peter, Irvine, California. Yeah, Irvine, California. <laughs> I was going to say. Peter. Yeah, that's it. Going backwards. Injecting bits and pieces of personal real-life events into a screenplay is without a doubt a must. However, I wouldn't brag about having an opportunity to take a nude picture of my high school girlfriend and chicken out. Yeah. Fuck you, Peter. <laughs> Bitch. Uh, Stephanie, yeah. Durango, Wait. Colorado. Maybe. I found it praiseworthy that when Mark was a teenager, he declined his girlfriend's offer to take a suggestive photo of her. Mm. At least back then, he seemed to be an upstanding young man. <laughs> Wrong! <laughs> it was a fucking idiot. Drew, Sugarland, Texas. I look forward to hearing your podcast every week. I appreciate the various writing tips. Quite a few of them have been helpful to me. Make My Damn Movie is informative and fun, if you say so. <laughs> Leon, Hoboken, New Jersey. The Make My Damn Movie podcast is ridiculous. Uh -huh. It's just two jerks who think they have a deep knowledge of screenwriting. Uh -huh. They do not. All they what? do is continue to sound foolish on every episode. Well, this dude clearly identifies as an asshole. Oh, yeah. You think? Asshole. Leon from Hoboken, New Jersey. Thanks for the writing. There you go. Douche nozzles. Ah! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
was that? I did over there. So if you're new to this here show and you're scratching your head about a couple of those messages about a Namby Pamby boy back in the mid seventies, what happened is Uh-oh. a couple of podcasts back, we talked about inserting personal experiences into a screenplay. And I told a story about when I was a teenager and my high school girlfriend offered to take off her shirt and let me take a Polaroid of her. Okay. I wimped out. Yeah. For some reason, I wimped out. And I didn't do it, and a bunch of our listeners messaged in about it. But now, even more are texting in about the non-picture-taking event. (laughs) Please stop. (laughs) Really, I'm regretting my decision to tell that story. However, a few of our listeners inquired about how long that girl and me stayed together. Yeah. What's the scoop? And the scoop is I've come to the conclusion that our audience doesn't really listen all that closely because I mentioned that we stayed together for a long time after that until we finally broke up and moved on. Right. Right. I got another girlfriend who, by the way, did not ask me to take any type of photo of her. Mm. And that was fine. She did a lot of hand stuff. (laughs) So it was fine. Anyway, I'm putting that to bed. Unlike what I could have maybe done if I wasn't such a little coward back in the day. Hi-oh. Ah, the 70s. Yeah. Just keeping everyone up to speed on my shame. Something. All right, moving on to the movie quotes game on the show with the no. things. So I read a movie quote and you try to tell me what movie I try. it's from. I can't. I told you earlier, though, you, Tom, how many people have messaged in about that story. About the, yeah, the girl that wanted you to take a a topless picture of her. Correct. And in real life, I did not. But in the script, I made the kid have balls that I didn't have at the time. You had that opportunity to fulfill that uh, goal. So the point is, that's in a screenplay Mm -hmm. that's up for grabs, people. Oh, yeah, that's true. Called the flip side. Let's get to it. I don't have much time left. I feel like it's passing away. You don't want to have all day. That's right. Okay, ready here. We're going to do the movie quotes game. Here's your first movie quote. Okay. You taste like a burger. I don't like you anymore. Oh, man. I can see him doing that. Who's him? Paul Uh, Rudd? It would be Paul Rudd. From (laughs) Wet Hot American Summer. It's like a burger. Damn it. The character's name is Andy. Here's your second one. In some cultures, they only eat vomit. I'd never been there, but I read about it in a book. Are you kidding me? You look confused. You have to know this. Are you serious? White Goodman. Dodgeball. Ah, In a book. In a book. (laughs) I was not going to read it like he said it. Damn it. Okay. Here's your last one on the thing. Whoever said orange was the new pink was seriously disturbed. Uh Uh-oh. Legally blonde? You got it. Yeah, baby. A little late, but I'll give it to you. There you go. There you go. Better late than never. Nice work. Okay. <laughs> Trivial Pursuit TV trivia cards were found out in my garage without the game. Yep. The end. That's it. And we read them. Nuff we said. We do some of them. Yeah. And people like it. I don't know why. Here's your first trivial hit. What was the name of the diner where Alice worked on Alice? 
Blows? Fuck. Mel's Diner. Mel's Diner. Extra Damn point it. time. Uh-oh. You ready? Yeah. What was Mel's last name? Smith? Sharples. Mel Sharples. I have never gotten that. Vic Tabak. No? No. Wow. Here's your second. Really? <laughs> You're off the show. Here's your second. On Gilligan's Island, uh-huh. Marianne was famous for making what type of pie? Apple? Damn it. Coconut cream pie. Ah. And there were plenty of other Coconut. cream pies on that island. <laughs> At least I would think that's the case. Oh, gross. On the thing where the people are. Yuck. <laughs> uh, here's your third one. What was Mrs. Douglas' first name on Green Acres? Oh, God, at Green Acres, really? Love it. I really? don't know. Lisa. Lisa Douglas was her. Shit. Uh, extra point time. Okay. What was her maiden name? <laughs> Smith. No, Gran Yitz. She would Grand explain Yitz. it's Gran with a Yitz at the end. Stupid. Never, ever, even. The lady saw enough of those episodes. With the stuff on the Green Acres. Please, let's move this along. Let's go. We're going to move on to the stat picks now. It's the Make My Day Movie Stat Picks, where we attempt to force you to watch the movies that we like. Mm -hmm. And you can go to MakeMyDayMovie.com to see our list of stat picks if you're nunta. And uh, we're going to move on with yours. What is your stat pick for this time around? Mine is... Spaceballs from 1987, directed by Mel Brooks, starring Mel Brooks, John Candy, Rick Moranis, Bill Pullman, and Joan Rivers. Yep. In a distant galaxy, planet Spaceball has depleted its air supply, leaving its citizens reliant on a product called Perry Air. Yep. In desperation, Spaceball's leader, President Scroob, orders the evil Dark Helmet to kidnap Princess Vespa of oxygen-rich Druidia and hold her hostage in exchange for air. But help arrives for the princess in the form of rebel space pilot Lone Star and his half-man, half-dog, Barf. This movie is probably my favorite Mel Brooks movie. Really? Yeah. Okay. So good. Oh, it's so good. good. See it? Spaceballs. All right. Mine is called Addicted to Love from 1997, starring Matthew Broderick, Meg Ryan, and the late Kelly Preston, and a French actor whose name I cannot pronounce. So, mm. A small town astronomer is shattered when his fiance leaves him for a manly French chef during an out-of-town vacation. Bitch. So, the obsessed astronomer does what any normal person would do. He follows her to New York City. Mm -hmm. Now, he moves in across the street from his former fiancé's and French dude's apartment, and he spies on him. And he also records their every move, so not creepy at all. No. But one day, he's joined by the French chef's uber-vengeful ex-girlfriend, and the two come together to break up their former partner. See it. Addicted to love. And thankfully... The Robert Palmer song is not heard anywhere in that film. So Come on. There's a positive. That's a classic. <laughs> sure. Uh, addicted to Love. It's really good. All right. Today, we're going to talk about picking the perfect genre. Uh, genre switching could get confusing. Yes. I think maybe it's best to stick with one genre. That's yes. my opinion. 
Personally, I feel that I'm best suited in comedy screenplays, okay? And I think if you switch around, let's say, between comedy, then to drama, then to fantasy, you might get lost. At least I would. E.B. That doesn't mean you shouldn't pepper in some drama or fantasy or whatever in your comedy script. True, yeah. Correct? Or some comedy components in your drama. But I think if you tend to write various genres, script to script, things might get a little confusing. Maybe. You know, might yeah. mess up everything up in your kitchen. Man, <laughs> let me refer to my comedy screenplay called Hit Escape. Here's a long line Yikes. from the movie with the people. A crestfallen L.A. lawyer is transported back. God bless it. <laughs> Am I dying? What the hell? Is this the, the end? <laughs> really hope it is. Hit Escape. A crestfallen L.A. lawyer is transported back to 1983 Daytona Beach in her 18-year-old body to visit a cherished time and faces having to make a choice to stay and carve out a new path in life or return to gloomy present day. Now, that started out well as a mess. Uh, like they all do. Yeah. But anyway, when I started that screenplay, I knew I wanted a comedy, and I knew I wanted to have it have heart, but not sappy. Exactly. Okay? Not too much heart. And it also has a sci-fi slash fantasy element to it. it. It's a time travel movie. True. What I did, though, is make sure the comedy angle was ever present throughout the story, and it is. Right. Okay? That's most important. So I guess I'm saying stay in your lane. Pretty much. Find a genre that's comfortable and go with it. We will get pushback on all that. Probably. Stay in your lane. And people will say that it's best not to get too comfortable, so dive into genres you're not at ease with. And I say, fine, do that. Yeah. Go right ahead. And while those folks are stumbling around trying to prove they can be everything to everybody, I will be laser-focused on writing stories that resonate because I know my comfort zone. And typically, stories that attempt to prove they're everything to everybody end up all over the road, and sooner or later, splat. Gross. So I try to keep my comedy screenplays comedy. Right. And Sprinkled yes, with there's little things. things in there. Right. But I was thinking about people that like to go from drama to comedy. to blah, blah, blah. I think it'd be too confusing. And if they can do it and do it right and be successful at it, well, yeah. more power to them. Some people, you know, Jordan Peele, he was in comedies. But yep. if you see his work... It's all horror, mm -hmm. and that's what he likes, and mm -hmm. that's what his lane is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you got the guys that made uh, 21 Jump Street. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was a hilarious comedy with action in it. Yes. And they made another one, which was pretty good, too. Not bad. Pretty good follow-up, but that uh, was mainly comedy in that. But, I just think uh, if it's, it's your specialty and you feel like it's your specialty, then stick with it. Yeah. Until it hits. And that's what I'm waiting for. Boom. All right. Are we done? Uh, I think, I think so. Yeah, I have can't wait else. to hear all about the stuff with the pushbacks. Yeah, there'll be the pushback. Mail. People will say, I oh, don't know, you should be able to jump to jump to jump and then mm. go ahead and do it. Do it. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Leave me alone. All right. Uh, go to our website, though. Yes. MakeMyDamnMovie.com. You can contact us there. All right. We'll talk to you again. Bye. Bye.